0: Those stories are so cool especially when they're like and i'm still using the same tool <laughs> like the amount of art that people create with just such a simple tool is really just incredible to see
1: welcome to peak pyrography the wood burning podcast where pyrographers and creators come together to talk about all things wood burning i'm your host justine Fetty. i first picked up my wood burning tool in 2020 and i haven't put it down since from artistry to process tools and tricks On this podcast, we share favorite pieces, what we've learned, and how wood-burning gets us fired up. So grab your burner and your headphones, let's get burning. Hello, you wonderful wood-burners of the world. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm happy to announce that last year, my goal when I first started creating this podcast was 12 episodes, and by the end of last year, we had doubled that and released 24 episodes for you to enjoy. And I am so thrilled to release these episodes and to bring this content to you and make something for you to enjoy. And I would love to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram at Peak Pyro Podcast or reach out through my website, peak-pyro.com. Tell me what you loved about last year. Which guests did you love? What tips and tricks did you take that just got you going? And then I want to hear about what you want to hear from, about this year. Who do you want to hear from? Is there a topic you're dying to learn about? Let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Speaking of your thoughts, I am always blown away by your creativity and what comes out of your minds. If you're in need of a little idea to help you spark your creativity, this week's Creative Spark is festive. When you make something using that prompt, use the hashtag PeakPyroSpark and tag me at #PeakPyroPodcast for a chance to be featured in my stories this is open to any and all mediums and again the spark for this week is festive what will you create with that maybe you'll make it on a piece of walnut hollow wood because today's guest is hannah bartelt of walnut hollow she's been part of the business since she was little like literally it was her family's business and she's just grown up with it and it was incredible to get to know the woman behind the Instagram handle, the woman behind the scenes, um, and learn a little bit more about Walnut Hollow and how it, uh, how they work in the world and everything else. I cannot gush enough about how much I love talking to Hannah and she's always got a lot going on. One of her big projects recently has been revamping their website, WalnutHollow.com. It has since, since we recorded, it has been re-released and is ready for you to enjoy and shop and do everything that you need to do. Um, And a fun little tidbit for you, Hannah's got a special 25% off discount code for all of you listeners. Use the code PEAKPYRO anytime between now and the end of February 2024 for 25% off. Hi, Hannah. Welcome on Peak Pyrography.
0: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: How's it going today?
0: Good. You know, I'm in Wisconsin, so um, usually it's cold here, but we're in very hot weather. It's like 90 degrees, so staying inside, but enjoying the sunshine.
1: <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, so Hannah, you are, you are part of Walnut Hollow. I am. And I, I say part of, because I, as I understand it, it's been a family business for a long time.
0: That's correct. Um, so my grandfather started Walnut Hollow in 1972. Um, it came out of interest of his um, love for conservation and the outdoors. So he was harvesting trees on our family farm, um, would cut them down and then would take the limbs and kind of, and um, create the cross pieces of the smaller pieces of the tree. Um, and my grandma started to decoupage on them. Um, so a very 70s craft. Um, yeah, they to it, I, I don't know that, that, that I know what
1: decoupage is. It's is basically
0: that... like mod podging, like okay. putting like fabric or like paper down and then like sealing it. Um, so they actually, my grandparents owned a paint and wallpaper store um, at that time. And so they started to sell those pieces at that store and it kind of just took off from there. Um, He started to go to trade shows. And um, since then he retired and my mom was the president of Walnut Hollow for several years. Um, And then in 2021, we were acquired by UFP Industries. Um, They're based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, Um, but they're one of the largest lumber companies in the world. Um, We have all different types of brands, whether it's decking, um, building trusses for construction. Um, so we're kind of nestled into this big family of lumber. Um, we're still the same, same company as we were before, just the team is a little bit different, and um, we have a lot more resources to kind of expand. So I am the last family member at Walnut Hollow, but super excited to be um, still involved and have such a fun part of the company. So...
1: Yeah. And as I understand it, you're doing a lot of the social media management.
0: Yes. So I am the, um, let's see. You might have to cut this out. I need to think about what my My role right now is um, brand specialist. So, I work through all of the social media marketing as well as um, any type of like consumer facing um, part of the product. So, labels, packaging, and everything like that. Um, I also do like all of our like community outreach um, with influencer work and content creation. So. So, so you keep a little bit busy. Yeah, I'm just a little busy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what amongst all those different roles is the thing that you really take the most enjoyment out of?
0: You know, I kind of started out in the social media space um, when I first started in my position. Um I went to school for marketing so that's kind of just where I fit in and I do really enjoy it but I also find a lot of enjoyment in seeing our products like out in the world um so like seeing a new label or a new packaging and like in a Michaels or Joanne or Hobby Lobby store is really fun for me too so I would say between those two those are my favorite. And is there something
1: about it that you just dread? You're like, "Oh gosh, not again. Please don't make me do."
0: Um, there's a lot of things behind the scenes, um, that people probably don't realize with just like manufacturing as a whole, um, that can be just really complicated and, um, with all of our different, I mean, we have so many different products and different specs that we're meeting. Um, so that part can be a little complicated. I don't necessarily dread it, but it is a lot. And it's not the pretty fun part of the job.
1: <laughs> sure. It's not interacting with people and getting that positive feedback. Right. And,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and I mean, there is a lot of positive feedback to be shared with you. I, uh, there so many guests on this podcast have said that they love your products and that they use your products and are so appreciative for Walnut Hollow and the, the kind of products that you provide.
0: Yeah. And that means so much. I mean, we've been around for so long um, and we've kind of always had that um, brand recognition, but to have that brand loyalty is really important to us um, and something that we definitely don't take for granted. Um, If you've ever called our customer service or messaged me on Instagram, I mean, you're getting a real person and we want to help you um, and be there for you. So It's something that we definitely pride ourselves on and um, think about a lot when we're, like, launching new products or different um, kind of new campaigns. So, yeah, that really does mean a lot to us. And you
1: guys are in stores internationally.
0: Yeah, so primarily in the U.S., but we do have some placement um, in Canada and Europe, as well as, I think, maybe some in Australia. Um, Sometimes – international is tricky with wood products um yes. as well as our tools because they are only meant to work with a certain um like voltage um but there is room for expansion so it's something that we see as a good opportunity but right now we're just kind of focused in on the US and Canada I would say our two our two biggest markets sure and and I mean besides the wood products you guys have
1: the 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 wood-burning tools. Yep. Has Was that part of the foundation of the company as well? I mean, you, you said your grandpa was cutting lumber, but did the tools come out around the same time?
0: Yeah. So the tools kind of started out, um, I would say in the late seventies. Um, my uncle Scott was, let's see, he was probably around 16 at that time. Um, later on, he became the marketing director here. Um, but he really saw an opportunity for wood burning on our wood slices um and kind of pioneered that um at that really young age he was going to trade shows and like demoing how to use it on our wood um that's also kind of when we switched from so at the beginning we were manufacturing um walnut that's where the name walnut, Hollow walnut came Hollow. From. Um, so the rounds that we were selling were walnut rounds um but as many people know, it's not the best for wood burning. Um, It's not, people do really like it, but it's not like the very attainable um, surface that we would recommend. So that's kind of where basswood came into the picture. Um, And then ever since then, basswood and our wood burning tools have always just kind of been paired together. So my uncle really, um, like the tools that we have out today are pretty much, I mean, with some, of course, like technology innovation and um like different materials are a little bit different, but pretty much the same from like when you look back at our catalogs from like the early eighties, um, the overall idea is still there. So it's really cool to see that idea fifty years later just Yeah, like, for sure. Becoming so popular.
1: Well and, and the Versa tool is like that's the starting tool for that's like the intro tool or the, like, the one that everyone catches the bug with.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally number agree. of people
1: that have been on and been like, oh, I got a I I went and picked up a Versa tool from Michael's and yep. now look at what I do.
0: Mm-hmm. I know that those stories are so cool, especially when they're like, and I'm still using the same tool, <laughs> like the amount of art that people create with just such a simple tool is really just incredible to see.
1: Yeah, and the value of a Versa tool is just unmatched. Mm-hmm. And this is this is not paid promotion or anything. <laughs> it's, I, it, this is you know I've I've used it and it's it's good. Yes. And I've act I I as a wood burner I have been using either the the value tool like the very basic doesn't have no. temperature control, or the creative wood burner which is the wire nib that has more of that temperature control. Those have been like the two that I've used almost my entire like wood burning experience.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: So I I can speak with, (laughs) you you can, you know that what I'm saying is like coming from me, it's not an ad by any (laughs) means. (laughs) As I lose my words here, don't mind me. Um, But so it's, it's been a family affair and your, your uncle Scott, got the tools started, and then he was he was uh, instrumental in bringing basswood, which is what you're very much known for at this point.
0: Yeah, and um, basswood is really um, a regional tree. Um, so pretty much all of our basswood is coming from northern Wisconsin, which is really cool. Um, it's really quite easy for us to get, um, and that makes it obviously easier to process and... I just think it's really cool that we're, like, nestled in this state where the main, like, product that we're using is just, like, so close. Like, people are bringing it down just from, like, a few hours away. Like, it's not like we're, like, importing all of this stuff to then, like, process out. It's all coming, you know, it's the very, like, small town, like, Midwest nice feel, which is really fun.
1: Yeah, and... it almost feels like you kind of keep it in the family a little bit more that way, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have some bloggers that we've been working with for years. I mean, it's kind of, they're part of the family, too, which is great.
1: Amazing. So, that, I mean, that's just been a long time. A, mm-hmm. a long time. And I mean, you guys just celebrated 50 years last year.
0: Correct. Yep.
1: And it sounds like, you know, everybody's dream small business story to end up still going 50 years later is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. You know, the um, it's the company's evolved a lot throughout the years. But I think that like the core products of the basswood and the Wood burning tools is still like our main driver of business today. Um, obviously we sprinkle in some other types of surfaces and things like that, but those are like the core to Walnut. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Um, so, and, and I mean, you've been with Walnut Hollow your whole life. What are some things that you've seen grow and change over the course of the uh everything course of the course of that time.
0: Um so you're right. I mean I have been I remember going into the office with my mom when I was like five. Um so I definitely grew up at Walnut Hollow. I started my position here eight years ago. Um so that's really opened my eyes up to really how things work here. Um but overall I mean I think a big one is just like innovation, like in machinery and things like that. But like our people, a lot of the people that are working at Walnut Hollow have been with us for, you know, 20 to 30 years. Like we are family. um, That's people who work in like the office with me or people who are working in the plant and on the plant floor, like processing everything. Um, So it's kind of like we're always evolving and changing, but again, like the core is always the same. Uh, we really value our people. We value the products that we're putting out to everyone and we value our customers
1: as, as you should. And, <laughs> and it's so evident when you're, I mean, any, any products or anytime you're on the website or, uh, you're getting stuff, you can tell that there is that commitment to quality.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um,
1: and then you said that the acquisition in 2021 has offered you opportunities to kind of expand and, and grow beyond
0: Yeah, so with our acquisition, um we obviously have just a lot more hands on deck. Um UFP has plans all over the world, all over the, all over the country mainly. Um so they're also one of the largest um Lumber companies in the world, as I said, so we just have a lot more resources, resources when it comes to um, like distribution and like getting new species like in-house. So that's something that we're really excited about. Um, The biggest thing right now is like distribution, like being able, people will be able to find us anywhere. Um, That's kind of our goal is to kind of spread our wings to like home stores like Home Depot and Lowe's. We're starting to get into a lot more um, stores like um, Ace Hardware, Menards. So we kind of want to have a little bit of a footprint into all of those places so that we're always top of mind, but also like expanding our product offerings into those stores to fit those specific customers, too. I, and
1: I am loving talking to you and hearing this side of it because there's so much real business stuff that you are thinking through and it, mm-hmm. it's so evident why Walnut Hollow has stuck around for 50 years because you're thinking about some of these long-term things. And
0: Yeah, yeah we're always, you know, again, going back, we're always the core. We're always staying the same but just trying to kind of um, – keep up. I mean, this industry is pretty crazy. And um, with the internet, that's been insane, but we're doing our best. And um, yeah, people always know that they can come back to us, which is a great feeling.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then having grown up with Walnut Hollow, have you partaken in any of the wood burning or artistry on wood products?
0: Yeah, so as I said, my grandma was the one who kind of started to decoupage on the slices. Um, I definitely got my craftiness from her. Um, I have always kind of been drawn to, like, arts and crafts. I loved art class growing up. I always loved, like, making things throughout the summer. I was always making friendship bracelets and doing cross-stitch. And um, it's funny that I wasn't more into woodcrafting, Um, uh, I did, a. I would say I did some like painting on wood, but wood burning was never really something I was into until I started my role, um, where I kind of wanted to learn more about, about the products. And, um, that's kind of when I started to wood burn. Um, I definitely don't do it as often as I would like to, but I do really enjoy it. And it's been really fun to introduce, um, our ufp family over in grand rapids um to kind of introduce them to the craft because we have a lot of creative people on our team too so we've been having a lot of fun with that but yeah i would say i'm always i wish i could do more crafting but um when i am doing crafting it's usually wood burning or i still have been working on cross stitching amazing nice And so
1: I've been seeing you post some stuff on the Walnut Hollow Instagram. Has that been, was like, has that been some of that been your work?
0: Yeah. So some of it is, some of it is other team members. Um, We do really like to kind of keep our content creation in house when we can, but we do work with some people um, outside of the team. So um, it's fun to share pieces that we've made, but I also just love lifting up other artists that create on, um, Instagram and resharing their work too. Well, and I think you've done a great job of getting involved in the community and supporting
1: the community in that way. I mean, for so many years, you've been part of the, the burnt challenges mm-hmm. and the other things like that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's all thanks to Rachel from Woodburn Corner. She was, <laughs> she stepped out and took a chance and I was really new in my role too. So we kind of grew together on that part of, um, our businesses. Um, it was kind of the start of like what Instagram is today We're more like community based. Um, so that was really fun and just like, it's, it's been really crazy to see the growth from the all those challenges and campaigns that we've done with Rachel.
1: Yeah. And it's, it, I think that's the way that so many of us have found you is through those challenges mm-hmm. and, and, and it's cool to see how connected the community has become through them.
0: Yes, Absolutely.
1: Okay, um, so when you're creating, what kind of... Obviously, you're using walnut hollow wood. <laughs> Always. And burners. Um, so what, what, what kind of stuff is happening in the background?
0: So at are at my office. Um we have like a little crafting corner. Um so that's where I usually complete any projects that I am working on. Um is a lot that of like times... a lunchtime
1: everybody go to the crafting corner and craft no, during lunch, like then go my... back to
0: it's kind of like my own little space, which is kind of fun. Oh
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> um but it's where we keep like all of our crafting supplies for new projects that we might be working on or anything like that. Um just things that we keep on hand. Um, a lot of times, if I'm working on a project, it's going to be used for something. Um, so maybe it's like an example project that I'm going to be teaching at a class, or it's something that we need a photo of for the website or Instagram or whatever it may be. Um, so I have just a little desk back there. I grab my wood from our stockpile, and I have <laughs> my tools like set out ready to go. I'm I don't so have jealous. To put them out or. Um, take them away. Um, They're just always there. And yeah, I just kind of have my space back there. Um, I'm making it sound like I do it all the time, but I really don't. Um, It's probably like maybe every other month. Um, But I do really enjoy it when I am working back there. Um, It's kind of just like a space to zone out and forget about all the other things that I have been working on. And and what a great way
1: to do that and I'm so jealous that you get to do that at work <laughs> you're like I get to I, I get paid my normal salary just to woodbrain
0: a lot of it is you know like product testing too like if there's specific things that we're working on or like different techniques that we're looking at Um, it might not even be me sitting down and like finishing a project a lot of times it's not me finishing a project it's me just like putzing around and like drawing lines or dots or whatever, um, just to see, you know, if I'm testing a new piece of wood or a new point or something like that. Sure. That makes sense.
1: And, and with your role at Walnut Hollow, there's, I mean, you're constantly making content.
0: We try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, we, so, Content is everything, as you know, Um, so that's something that we've really leaned into the past couple of years. Um, We kind of do like big big batch working of content um, as far as like photo shoots and things go. Um, but we also outsource our, some, um, content creation as well, just cause it is so time consuming. Um, and I think it gives like a fresh perspective on different ways to use our products, which I really appreciate. Um, that's something that we see on Instagram every day of, you know, people using our tool or what in different ways that we would have never even imagined to use them with. Um, yeah, so I do like to it is really fun to keep it in house cuz you get to kind of be the director of it all but outsourcing is also really fun too.
1: Yeah, and so when you're making graphics and stuff, are there programs or software what what do you do to make those?
0: So, we have a graphic designer on our team that I work really closely with. Um so she's doing most of the gotcha. the graphic production work. Um she's great. She We're really leaning into our brand refresh that we launched last year. Um, So that's something we've been really working hard on and just like refreshing a lot of our um, like finished project images. Um, So she's doing all of those like photo editing and then also getting them up on retailer websites and distributing them wherever they need to go. And that has to be like a massive
1: undertaking to make sure you've got Michaels updated and make sure you've got a, Home Depot or Joann's or whoever else and
0: yes. everybody's got
1: the new stuff and everybody's got the right copy. And It's
0: pretty, it's intense. I mean there's so much out there and like the internet is forever so like I still find stuff that has been, you know that we haven't had in package like that for like 15 years and it's still out there like in old like burgundy colored packaging like what we used to have so it's been it's a really big project, and my um, my perfectionism is not always great because I want to fix it all at one time. Um, but it's just a understood. Slow, it's a slow process.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the internet's huge, and it, it is forever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And so, uh, how much how much time do you spend or? on Instagram interacting with people or posting stuff or uh, being the brand face that you are.
0: So I check Instagram daily every morning just to kind of check and see if we have messages, see what we've been tagged in. Um, I'm always like collecting things that I would like to repost at some point. Um, So I would say it's probably like an hour a day. Um, but then there's also the built-in time of like working on our social plan and then, um, executing that. We, um, schedule basically everything out, which is really nice. Um, and I have other people that are helping me, um, on that, but. Is that a spreadsheet or how do you, how do you keep track of
1: that schedule?
0: Yeah. So we use, um, sprout social. Um, I know that's a really common software to use and, um, I was, uh, I was just digging into it the other day, actually, and we're using, we're not using it to its full potential. That is, they have amazing, um, just capabilities. Um, so I, I would recommend Sprout Social to anyone if they're feeling is that a overwhelmed. free app or is it a paid
1: You know, I think they
0: have like a free version and then you can upgrade, um, or maybe sure. like a free trial period or something. But I, I do really... I really do like it. And if anything, like just some kind of scheduler is great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Rather than, than a doc or just a, Oh shoot.
0: It's Tuesday and I
1: haven't posted yet.
0: I should probably post today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. Um, and I, I'm so curious, how did you go from being, and, and maybe I'm I'm How did you go from being like a small company to being in Joann's and being in Michael's and becoming this like household name?
0: So a lot of that has to do with just the work that was put in at the very beginning. Um, So as I said, my grandpa would go to a lot of trade shows. Um, Those were much more prevalent Back in the day than they are today um we do have one that's through um namta which is like art materials um but in the past that was like the big place like where you would go to get your orders like for the year basically um so a lot of suppliers are there vendors but then also buyers so that used to be like the place where we would meet the Michaels buyer for the wood aisle and where we would meet the wood buyer from Joanne. Um, and they we would show them our new product for the year. And then that's where we would get like initial orders. Um, so it's really, it's changed a lot since then, but the work that was put in at those trade shows is really, I think what has kind of pushed us through to be here today. And also just the connections that we made at those. Um, with other brands, has been incredible. Um, there's there's a lot of family owned craft companies, um, which is pretty crazy to think about um, because it's not super common in other industries, I don't think, to still have like family owned brands um, at that type of level. Um, but a lot of the sure. craft store brands that you see at least started out as family owned. Um, and are still, you know, like I said, Modge Podge, they've been around for forever. Um, Aileen's Glue, they've been around for forever. Like Beacon Adhesives, um, Deco Art, they're yeah. all like <laughs> family, like kind of family owned, like almost just like the core, like craft products. So it's nice. And it feels it's like a family be... even for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to be like in that mix of um, brands for sure.
1: That is, that's very cool. Um, Hannah, let's take a real quick break here and we'll be back in just a moment. Okay. Welcome back. I'm here again with Hannah from Walnut Hollow. Hey, Hannah. Um, So with everything that you've been doing with the business and with the, um, just Walnut Hollow in general, I'm sure that keeps you really busy.
0: Yes, it does.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then what do you do to take care of yourself while you're running business and social media and everything else?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, being in social media as your job is really hard. And I'm sure a lot of people understand that um, because social media is also something that I enjoy personally. Um, I used to be very bad at the balance between those cause it's very easy to switch between my personal account and the Walnut Hollow account on my phone. Um, but I have gotten a lot better with that. Um, something that I really enjoy to just like escape is reading. I read a lot. Um, that's something that I've throughout my life, I've always just been a reader. Um, and I think that helps me kind of just get away from a screen, um, get away from my phone. Maybe it's sitting outside, reading my book and just like zoning out and not thinking about everything that needs to be done because it will get done sooner or later. Um, just have to take a break sometimes. So sure, reading is for sure my biggest self-care. Um, I think, it really helps too. We have a really great team. So we all know the importance of balance and, you know, taking a break if you need it and um, just checking in with each other to make sure that we're all good. Um, that's been a really good form of care as well.
1: Yeah. That it's incredible to have a supportive team like that. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and so, Reading what, what are you reading? Is it sci-fi? Um, right now, is it historical fiction? Is it something
0: so nonfiction? So this is like totally not in my wheelhouse, but I am reading fantasy and I'm reading fourth wing because it's like the biggest book on bookstagram right now. Um, all right. So it's giving me like, it's taking me back to when I read like hunger games um, so oh. I am really enjoying yeah. that, um, but typically I am definitely more into just, um, like, um, romance and, like, just fun fiction, um, and I do really enjoy historical fiction as well. Um, I also listen to a lot of books, but those are typically nonfiction, so I'm always oh, reading and listening. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned like social media as your job versus like, how do you, is there a way that you're able to really separate that? Or do you find yourself going back and forth? You know, like, oh, I'm, I'm at home now, so I'm going to do personal Instagram, but I just spent all day doing work Instagram.
0: Right. I think just like balancing out, like having, like, I have like a time block on my day of like, this is Instagram time. This is check-in time for social first thing in the morning, just do it. And then like in the evening, then I can be like, okay, now this is like my time to scroll (laughs) basically (laughs) and be inspired by people that I'm following like in my own life. Um, And I think just having that like separated time is really helpful.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you've said that you do, Beyond beyond the social media, you've also been doing teaching, and you've been doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: other things within your within your job description. Because it sounds like your job description is pretty broad.
0: It is, yep. Uh, that's what happens when you work with a smaller team. <laughs> you wear a lot of. You hats. do a little
1: bit of everything.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I really do enjoy teaching. That's something that's been um, kind of evolving in my role since I started, I'd say. Um, What kind of stuff are you teaching? So mainly wood burning. Um, This is at events like craftcation, which I'm going to plug because it's a great event. Um, But yeah, so like last year we taught, I taught two wood burning classes and then we taught two other or four other, they were done twice, um, four other like (sighs) wood crafting type Um, classes and that's just been really fun um, to kind of get the product in people's hands and craftcation is kind of more of a soft crafting um, crowd so there's a lot of like sewers and crocheters and knitters so it's so fun to see people like learn how to use a drill and like (laughs) use sandpaper and like use our wood burning tools and see how they can kind of pair our tools with crafts that they already do. That was kind of the theme of what our class was last year. We taught how to use our tool on leather and cork and like wood earrings and things like that, where it's not just a plaque. Um, Just showing people how versatile it really is and how they can use it in the crafts that they already really enjoy doing. That's cool. And, and so you, you,
1: you just bring the wood and then you're like, okay, you have to drill the holes for your earrings and.
0: Yeah. So it really depends on the crowd that we're teaching. Um, So craftcation. Yes, we did. It was a lot of like step-by-step because it was very like beginner style. Um, Sure. But if I am teaching classes where I know people have burned before or um, kind of know what they're doing, I can kind of let those people run a little more free right and then you're looking more at techniques than yep. like
1: don't burn your hands. yes
0: <laughs> yes
1: yeah cool well um hannah i like to let's play a little game here okay our favorite game here on peak pyrography and because you've done wood burning um and and some of these might be easy answers but feel free to think and, and do what what you'd like with them okay um so as a wood burning artist You're left on a deserted island, and it's you just get to finish your projects or do whatever you want with okay as a wood burner. Um, But you're left there with one type of wood,
0: okay,
1: one burner, one nib, okay, and then one extra thing that you're like, Oh, yeah, if I'm burning, I gotta have okay. What would those be? So, your wood,
0: I'm gonna choose a basswood panel. Um, I do really like the live edge, but my style is much more the clean, um, cornered edge. Um, so the panel
1: doesn't have any bark on it whatsoever. Correct.
0: Yep. So that's my wood. I'm going to use my Versa tool and I will be using the flow point. That's my favorite. There you go. I really don't use any other point except maybe the mini flow point. (laughs) (laughs) Just need a little
1: finer line.
0: Yes. And my other
1: one extra thing that every time you start burning, you're like, I got to
0: have. I'm going to say my Tombow Sand Eraser. Mm, That's a good one. That's also assuming that I would have a transferred pattern onto my piece of wood before
1: sure, I start I'll, burning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That sounds great. That sounds like a fun time on the deserted island.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I like to have a moment here where we talk about uh, community because the community is such a huge part of um, everything that we do as artists mm-hmm. and wood burners and. Um and so who are three accounts that you feel like everybody should be following? And these can be wood burners or not wood burners, big companies, small companies, single person, whatever. Uh who are who are accounts that you love to follow?
0: So I already did a little bit of a plug to Craftcation, but Craftcation is run by Dear Handmade Life. Um that's their Instagram handle. Um I adore those ladies. They are amazing. Um If you're looking for another crafty community to be a part of um they're great they're not just wood burning based. they're all different types of crafts um you'll meet a lot of people that are just like you um they're very accepting and inclusive and uh, i just their content is so fun um it's funny relatable but then there's also a lot of like business and like mentorship type um content which is really helpful and Um, yeah, they are amazing. I would encourage you to follow them. Um, my favorite, I hate to say my favorite wood-burning account right now, but I have really loved following Hippie North for a very long time. Court Um, O'Reilly. Court O'Reilly. Um, I'm just fascinated by the work that she does with our Creative Versa tool, um, I think her style is incredible, and I just, she's a very genuine and down-to-earth person, too, um, which is really, really fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, her style is phenomenal.
0: Yes, I remember, like, she was probably one of the first people that I was really obsessed with, like, at the beginning of my role. And so it's been really fun to watch her grow and, like see her write a book like that is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I saw it in Hobby Lobby just like a (laughs) month ago next to our wood. And I was like, this is just surreal. Like it's so fun to watch not just her, but all of the people that I've like been connected with for so long in this role to see them like advance and write books and teach classes and be speakers and all this stuff. It's just crazy. Um. Someone new to me this year is um, Natalie from Natterdoodles. That's a fun name. (laughs) She is a light. Um, I met her through some events that we did earlier this spring, and um, I just love her. She is a hand letterer. Um, So she she used to be... um, involved in like education. Um, and she, um, kind of started hand lettering for her mental health to just kind of decompress at the end of the day. Um, and she has made a business out of it and she has like a shop where she does workshops. Um, she has like a, a monthly, like subscription club for stickers and, um, different projects. She just launched um, earrings and hair clips. She is just so much fun. Um her content is fun. She's always wearing bright colors. So I also just she's she's been so fun to get to know over the past year.
1: Yeah, I love her style and yeah, love
0: to see what she puts out.
1: Yes. Amazing. Amazing. And then Hannah, what's one tip or trick? And I think that you have such a unique perspective on this of people who I've had on the podcast. Uh, You know, Walnut Hollow is a lot bigger than your average. um, Most wood burners work by themselves or with Mm -hmm. one partner. And Walnut Hollow is a much larger community and company. So what's one tip or trick that you have that others might find value in?
0: Related to a specific topic?
1: Uh wood-burning business
0: okay you
1: know just just you like hannah's top tip
0: <laughs> um i think just being flexible it's not really a tip but it's just something to remember and keep in the back of your mind that some things aren't going to work out as you thought um and just to kind of be flexible and be willing to try new things um has really helped me and I think that I'm always kind of thinking in that mindset of like, let's try it and see what happens. And yeah, um, it could be great. It could be awful, (laughs) but we'll learn from it. And, um, like I'm always learning and I think that's the best way to learn is to just put yourself out there and try your best. And if it doesn't work, try again
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the be flexible and and, and open-minded I, those are if you are those things you have you can get real far
0: yeah and I think now that I'm thinking about it that can apply to business and social media and wood burning and <laughs> like
1: look at that you you hit the entire umbrella yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah there's so many different ways that you have that that those can be applied mm-hmm. and then hannah what do you you personally you hannah have coming up or what does walnut walnut hollow have coming up what are journeys we can follow you on
0: um this is like a selfish plug but i am planning a wedding for myself <laughs> congrats <laughs> so yeah my personal time um but walnut hollow we have a lot of things coming up Um, we're very busy. Um, our biggest thing, which I'm very excited to announce is that we are getting a new website. Um, so I know that is going to be very exciting for your listeners because our website is very outdated and hard to use. Um, but we are working on it right now. I don't, I can't give a date yet, but I will say it's soon. Um, and I'm very excited to put it out in the world and to get feedback. Um, you all know that you can reach out to us and we will respond. Um, so if there are anything, is there, if there's anything else that your listeners want to see on the site, once the new one launches, I'd love to hear from them. Um, otherwise we're just always working to, um, pump out new projects or products um and just and keep us all working (laughs) yeah keep you all working and happy and um inspired so yeah yeah
1: well in that new website that's exciting and for anyone it i we're not sure about the timing on that but If anyone wants to go check out the old or new website, you are offering a discount to listeners. We
0: are, yeah. So this will apply to the old and new site, Um, and the code is peakpyro, and you can enter that at um, checkout for 25% off your order, Um, and that will be valid through the end of September of 2023.
1: So use the code peakpyro anytime between now and the end of February 2024 for 25% off
0: load up your cart and awesome. use the code.
1: Yeah, 25% off is amazing.
0: Yeah, we're so excited. I can't wait to see what people buy with it.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I'm I'm excited to share that out cuz I mean, I, w- I want to be stocking up too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can use it too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Hannah, thank you so so much for coming on today. Thank you for your time and for coming on and talking about Walnut Hollow. This has been so much fun,
0: of course. This was so great. I loved meeting you. Um, and I can't wait to hear the episode and hear what people have to say.
1: Geek Pyrography is produced by Fetty Studios. If you like today's episode, please like and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can share your comments with me on today's episode or any future episodes' ideas on Instagram at peakpyropodcast or via email at peakpyrography at gmail.com. That's P-E-A-K-P-Y-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y at gmail.com. Until next time, keep creating. I can't wait to see what you make next.